Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. Thanks indeed for joining us on Primetime. You're with Bharati Jagdish and finance presenter Chua Tien Tien. Now, the Great Singapore Sale is back in full force this Friday with retailers expecting an increased number of tourists following the further easing of curbs as well as the return of the Formula One Singapore Grand Prix taking place all at the same time. Retailers are pulling out all the stops this year, integrating both online and offline efforts to attract shoppers back to the malls and stores after businesses, of course, took a hit in the past two years because of, obviously, the pandemic. So how can retailers do more? How can they ride this trend during this time? Talking now with Priyanka Gargav, Head of Commercial Southeast Asia and Hong Kong at payments platform Adyen. Hi, Priyanka. Hi, Bharti. How are you? Doing well, Priyanka. And of course, looking forward to the great Singapore sale, even though I'm not much of a shopper myself. I only buy what I need. Tell me about other consumers' behavior here. What are some of the trends that you are observing at this point? So it's been an interesting time as we came out of the pandemic. Um, So many of the consumer behaviors have changed during the pandemic. Uh, before the pandemic, I, for example, only shopped on Redmart and maybe Zalora and uh, for a few essentials. Mm. Um, and during the pandemic, people started ordering everything online. Yeah. So it's been an interesting journey seeing people come back to stores. And our retail report recently showed us that people want to shop in stores and they want uh, stores to wow them and they want it to be an experience so while shopping online is for convenience shopping in store is for pleasure mm. so the experience of shopping in person still remains relevant and something that they crave oh absolutely we expect uh, in person shopping to come back in a very big way um with the mask mandate mandates gone Uh, I was shopping at a mall this weekend and it was completely full. And once the tourists start coming back for the Grand Prix as well, we expect this to flow through to retail um, and the in-store experience will be even more important for uh, for retailers. Mm. How much of this surge in interest when it comes to shopping in-store, would you say, is merely as a result of the novelty factor you know, they haven't been able to in such a long time, so they're craving it now. But could it just be short-lived? Um, from everything that we've seen in our survey, we expect that uh, consumers continue to expect uh, retailers to offer multiple touch points. Mm. So they don't want the online to go away, but they don't want the stores to go away either. Mm. So if I shop at Uniqlo, which is one of our merchants, um, I use the app to check out while in store. But I do my discovery both on their app as well as in store. So it is becoming a lot more seamless and retailers can bring it together by melding all their channels into one seamless way of interacting with customers. Mm. I'm guessing retailers are going to still have to work very hard to keep those customers (laughs) coming back. So what does that in-store experience have to be like in order to keep consumers interested? Um, uh, let me give you a little bit of an example. I don't know. I, I, I know you mentioned that you weren't a big shopper, but shopping in Love Bonito is usually a great experience. It is, it's a Singaporean brand, uh, perfectly uh, shoppable online, but going in store is a beautiful experience as well. It is very 
tech enabled so you can order anything that is out of stock on their endless aisle at the same time you if there's something that uh, you really like and you want to just you know you aren't sure whether you want to shop it at the moment you can save it in your cart online and then shop it at a later date but the experience of touching and feeling and trying on some things mm-hmm. um in a beautiful environment with someone helping you out perhaps picking out something that is uh, more personalized for you is a great experience and retailers are going all out to uh, woo uh, customers with this and doing a great job in singapore hmm. okay maybe give me another example as well what if i sold electronics how can i make that experience exciting or interesting enough for a person to want to walk back into the store at some point in the future mm-hmm. My favorite electronics example is that I still crave going back to the Apple store. Oh. Ordering an Apple product online is so easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, and in fact if you log in they already know where you live because at some point they've delivered something to you they you already have Apple products. Yes. But the experience of going into an Apple store, being able to interact with the product, see the cool new things that they've introduced with each new launch. that's what an electronics experience can be like and uh, at all stages of this you will be assisted by a sales person and it is again melding the uh, in person and online experience seamlessly because they will ask you what do you already have what more could you need you have a uh, iphone 13 maybe you want i uh, you know uh, earpods to go with it yes always with the upselling <laughs> of course some of us remain resistant to it but there's a great opportunity there and i don't fault them for taking advantage so the great Absolutely. singapore sale is round the corner hmm. considering that this will be extremely competitive huh? every hmm. retailer and their mother will be offering discounts <laughs> and all sorts of deals what exactly should retailers be doing at this point to stand out so perhaps a very curious side effect of the pandemic is that e-commerce shopping campaigns are no longer seasonal so it used to be 1111 i don't know if you remember yeah. like it was a big thing right yeah. and now there is 22334 there's like a constant uh, uh there's a constant shopping campaign which is always on on one platform or another yeah everything's so, melding into one another right correct so expecting great deals and discounts is just a given mm-hmm. uh so for retailers to differentiate themselves they will like i said before have to uh, ha- be an experience but also at the same time provide personalized recommendations uh, to the customer so when you have a single platform which you're tracking customer behavior and loyal customer behavior across online and offline you can tailor your offering to the customer and that's how uh, you differentiate yourself from these platforms which have multiple brands and maybe multiple things that customers can buy but a brand store is true to its story and that's what keeps customers loyal and uh, retailers are doing a great job of capitalizing it on mm. it and that story needs to be aligned both offline and online doesn't it absolutely you you know you've you've hit the nail on the head because uh, not only do you have to have the story aligned it needs to be something that you are constantly tracking across both channels because not only is it uh, customers also move across channels so they might search online try offline and then order online 
or buy online and return offline. And all of these journeys need to be enabled through a single platform. Here's the thing, Priyanka. I'm still a little bit skeptical about how long retailers will be able to maintain consumers' interest here in Singapore in the Mm. brick and mortar side of things. And the reason I'm still skeptical is because Mm. even pre-COVID, you remember we were talking here in Singapore about how, well, very few people go to Orchard Road anymore. There were many malls (laughs) with, with just empty stores and closed stores as well. So Mm. how confident really should we be that brick Mm. and mortar retail will make a comeback? And what sort of comeback? Because if we're talking about pre-COVID days, it wasn't that great to begin with. People used to complain about cookie cutter malls and things like that. Um, I, so, uh, you know, I, I see this as a natural evolution of shopping, just like everything else. So while a lot of the stores which used to exist in these malls, and I've seen uh, the whole cycle of traditional things closed down, but new stores taking their place. I see more malls which are uh, maybe catering to a different clientele. They are not a cookie cutter departmental store which offers exactly the same thing as all other departmental stores. They might be single brand stores. I have seen so many more cotton-ons. I have seen so many more Uniqlo's. Mm. Um, and you go into a Uniqlo store today and it is genuinely a refreshingly tech-enabled experience. You put everything in a bag, you go to the counter, you put it on the counter and you you know, log into your app and you're already checked, uh, able to check out. You don't have to go to a, uh, you know, you remember in an old departmental store, you took the slip, you went to pay, you came back. No one wants to do that anymore. So it's a natural evolution, but that's not to say that retail is dying. It's just evolving into a new form and retailers need to work towards keeping abreast with these changes. Right. Even small retailers have to reinvent themselves because the big names, of course, you know, they have the resources to do all of this. So at the end of the day, what is your Mm -hmm. advice to smaller retailers who are looking to survive in this environment in terms of making their online as well as their offline offerings attractive? Absolutely. So we have seen some very interesting examples in Singapore. Have you ever shopped at BHG at Bugis? Oh, yeah, of course. Yes. So it used to be fairly traditional and we've seen it modernized so impressively over the pandemic. You walk into the store, you have a virtual mirror You can, because, you know, during the pandemic, you can try lipsticks. So now you can try them virtually. You can order stuff online. Who would have thought BHG's website would work so well? But it does. You can order online, collect in store. You have all this technology-enabled stuff within the store, including someone being able to check you out using a mobile post. So mm. they can walk up to you, you pay there, and you walk out of the store. Um, so even we are seeing even a smaller brands being able to get on the technology bandwagon. And the government has been supportive of this shift as well. Uh, It's just a matter of finding the right uh, brand story and sticking to it. Right. Okay. Thank you very much for that, Priyanka. I will not ask you for your shopping list because I have a feeling it's (laughs) going to be pretty long and we might be here forever if we discussed it. But thank you so much for joining us today for your insights. Priyanka Gargav is Head of Commercial Southeast Asia and Hong Kong at payments platform Adyen. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.